I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Wednesday edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We're going to do our very best to get as much recruiting intel to you inside the 20-minute mark. I'm joined, as I always am, by Mr. Keith Neighbor. Keith, how you doing this morning? I'm good, man. What's going on? Uh, you know, just another day in paradise. Just trying to figure out what to talk about. I mean, there's you know, everything's up in the air right now. We got it, we do have stuff to go over, but it's we want to make sure we get the right information out there and then... It's hard to get your arms around things right now. A lot of different angles right now covering recruiting for Auburn because we're in the midst of this coaching search. We don't know. New offers are still going out. Kids are still wanting to commit. Lots to talk about. But before we do, we want to give a a big hat about you to Caleb Schofield if you're looking for a used or even new car anywhere in the United States. Caleb Schofield, the Mike Patton Auto in LaGrange, Georgia, is the man to help you. 334-531-0996. Talked about a big offer last night. Caleb had a big promotion last week. Caleb is going to keep that uh, promotion going. He's got F-150s at invoice throughout the entire month of November. If you're looking for a new F-150, you're going to pay invoice, only invoice with Caleb Schofield. He also has a four-door Bronco and a Ford Raptor, Raptor in stock. So if you're looking for either one of those three vehicles, give Caleb a call. He will set you up. Keith's already brought, bought a Bronco for him. We can attest to the customer service. Yeah, I there. think maybe the next show, Jeffrey, what we'll, we should do is I should go outside and do the like show the Bronco. I, I want to see it. I haven't seen it. Why not? It's great. Cactus right. gray. That's one of my friends said that was a girl color, but I mean, it, it, you know, it I, looks good to me. It's uh, a Florida so, color. Yeah. Florida. No, it's awesome. I mean, I um. It's it rides great. I mean, it rides like a Cadillac, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Well, he he had a good week last week. Hey, anyway, Caleb Schofield. Yep. Give him a call. All right. All right, Keith. Like I said, dude, lots, a lot of different angles, man. You've got two yeah. new offers. You got Frankie Tinelau, uh the uh, the offensive tackle committed to Miami. Yeah. <clears throat> Ryland Kennedy, the edge from Texas. Both of these guys were offered the past two days. Tenelau yesterday, Kennedy this morning. He's an edge, offensive tackle, two of the biggest positions of need. These guys are still offering kids. They offered uh, Kiwan Jenkins over the weekend when he came up for a visit, the Miami quarter, uh, Miami Central quarterback. Uh, what, what, what do you take from this, Keith? Yeah, I'm trying to fix my hair here. In the uh, <laughs> What do I take from it? I mean, you, the business – okay, so I remember watching the um, – the movie JFK, I, I, believe me, there is a parallel here. And after Kennedy got a shot and killed, uh, they said that, you know, in bereavement, business has to go on. The business of government couldn't stop. So in the loss of a coach, you don't just stop working. They got to keep working. But there's so many unknown variables here. So you're putting out offers. You're still taking at a lot of programs when this happens. You still take commits. And, and there are probably some guys Auburn would take commits from right now. 
But you do this without knowing full well who the next coach is going to be and what set of guidelines they're going to have or parameters they have to take a commitment, what they're looking for. I mean, if you hire Lane Kiffin, he may like X out of an offensive tackle. If you hire Hugh Freeze, he may like Z out of a tackle. So you just don't know. Um, but you have to do something. And Auburn's got forty up to 45 spots to fill between high school, JUCO, and portal over the next uh, – well, during the offseason. And so when you have that many spots to fill, you're probably thinking as a staff, all right, let's let's maybe get a couple guys on board. Let's get some guys on board that we know that the new a new staff would almost certainly keep. Right. The last thing you'd want to have happen is you're building a relationship with these kids. And and a lot of these coaches at Auburn, they know they're not going to be around next year. Mm-hmm. But they're still recruiting, and they're telling kids um, they're selling Auburn. And if you take a commitment um, and then the new staff doesn't want a commitment from that kid, then – it hurts. It hurts. I mean, these are human beings at the end of the day, the coaches too. And so they don't want to set these kids up that they build up relationships with for to, to have a fall, to have a, the disappointment of, of being told by a new staff, hey, I, we know you just committed to Auburn in the last you know few weeks or a few months, but we're going to go in another direction. So it's a difficult time right now, but they still have to identify guys. They can't just stop working, you know. Right. They identify guys. They sell Auburn. And they, they lead the horse to water, and they hope that the new staff likes these kids. And if they do, and they give them the sheet of all the guys, hey, here are the guys that we've been recruiting. Um, you know, here's what we know about them. Uh, here's how you could land them. Here's how you could screw it up. <clears throat> you know, all that stuff, all the ins and outs. And you just do the best and then hand that off like a baton uh, in the four-by-one at the Olympics to the next guy. And you hope that it's helpful to them. Um you still have to recruit to the end. You still got to play to the whistle. Your reputation's on the line, quite frankly. And some of these guys are actually you know, interviewing three to four week interview right yeah. now to stay at Auburn. There's a yeah. lot of guys on this staff that man, they want to stay. They yeah. want to stay at Auburn. They want to work for a new coach. They really love it here. Their families love it here. Yeah. And um, but you know, we talked about taking commits. One guy Auburn talked with last night, Kewan Jenkins, the quarterback from Miami Central. Who, who was offered Saturday night at inside the stadium right before the game, and uh, he wanted to commit. He was going to announce his commitment today. His father, I, I talked to him last night. He, he he called and committed to the staff. Was going to put it out today, and he talked more with Rock Bell and Tony. He talked more with Cadillac Williams. They didn't feel like they agreed with the kid. The kid's dad didn't said, "Hey, man, these guys may not be there in ten days." And Auburn coaches said, he's right. We don't want to take your commitment. And he's committed to FIU right now, Florida International. We don't want to take your commitment. A new coach come in and say on December the 19th, hey, man, you are not, you don't fit what I'm looking for at that position. And him be left without somewhere to sign. They didn't want to leave that kid like that. I think all parties got on the phone last night and agreed that maybe let's just wait and see what happens. And listen, this kid is not a is not a, a blue chipper. He's not a five star quarterback. He's not a top three hundred quarterback. He is a winner at a school with studs. And so, so it's not like this kid was was a nobody. He had a lot of asset to Auburn's Auburn's recruiting class. He's Reuben Bain's cousin. He's best friends with Lamar Seymour and Stanquan Clark. Hell, he was going to. He's friends with Brian Robinson from Louisiana. He was going to be working on him. He met and hung out a lot with Tony Mitchell this past weekend. So there was a lot of good for Auburn to, be, to take this kid's commitment. And, but at the end of the day, they were like, you know, 
we don't want to do that to you. We completely understand if you want to wait. I thought that was uh, high class, and, and so did Kiwan and his father. They, they really uh, respected and appreciated that. Keith, another guy, we talk about picking up a commitment. Auburn lost a commitment right after Harson firing Janoris Wilson, your dude down there in Lakeland, and you had some some uh, some intel on him. Yeah, and by the way, Kiwan Jenkins is a solid player. I watched his film this morning. Somebody sent me his updated film, and he has a lot of good things. The ball placement, uh, defense, incredibly well, high football IQ, friends with all those guys. You know, with Auburn signing 40 to 45 guys, let's say, you know, you have the room, uh, it, but we don't know the direction a new head coach would want to go. A new head coach would say, okay, I need more guys here. Yeah. O-line, D-line. I mean, the main priorities are going to be quarterback, O-line, D-line. We know that. That's obvious. Because that's, you know how we know that? Because that's where they are everywhere. And so, um, you know, we'll have to see how that shakes out. But, uh, you know, Auburn may very well, I'll get to your other question in a second, Jeffrey. But Auburn may very well, I mean, we don't know if any of these quarterbacks are going to be back on the roster next year. Any of them. We don't know. We have no idea. So we don't know what direction Auburn's going to go. And at the very least, I would say, you would hope a new coach would give Kiwan Jenkins a look because uh, it's a scholarship's a one-year deal. He'd come in uh, for a year, at least be a scout team guy, take reps on the scout team so your first, second, third team guys aren't wearing their arms out, right? Um, he gets tutelage from Lane Kiffin and uh, uh, Hugh Freeze, or uh, that's not a slip, but I'm saying he gets tutelage from whoever Auburn's coach is, right? Whoever Urban the- Meyer. Urban Meyer, maybe the QB coaches. Dabo is, Sweeney. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can say uh, that with a straight face. Yeah, Bill Walsh, Vince Lombardi. Right, right. There you uh, go. But you know, you get you get work at an SEC school from from you know guys with QB knowledge, right? And so if it doesn't work out, you leave. No hard feelings for either side. You served a purpose. They served a purpose, and you move on to to other things. So I, you know, to me, it's. Fairly low risk, but you just don't know the direction of the, the new coach, Lane Kiffin. I mean, sorry, there, I did it again, Jeff. No, but uh, it is funny how people think we know definitively. Who yeah, I wish I did. I mean, we don't, but anyway. No, so your answer uh, to ask, you asked about Janoris Wilson. Yes. That was your, your question. Uh, three-star offensive tackle. I think he's got, you know, this is about a, this is a guy that's got a four-star offer list, and it's getting better. Um, Oregon hot and heavy on him. We've been mentioning that since before he decommitted, quite frankly. Right. He's going to unofficially visit Oregon this weekend. We should mention he was the only decommit so far. He's the only decommitment. Auburn had 11 commitments. They now have t- uh, the Tigers now have 10. He decommitted within an hour of Brian, the news yeah. that Harrison had been fired. And we thought that there was a possibility of that because all the other, a, a lot of the other kids said, hey, I love Auburn for Auburn. And he said, I love Auburn, but I really committed because of the staff. So we kind of knew that he knew the staff wasn't going to be there. That changed the dynamics. The reality is behind the scenes, Oregon had been working him. UNC, North Carolina had been working him. And there's one more. Um, I want to say Michigan State is also involved. Uh, but he's going to unofficially visit Oregon this weekend. Uh, Oregon's offensive line, which didn't look great against Georgia, has looked pretty good against everybody else. And they're finalists for that national offensive line award. Uh, Adrian Clems, the offensive line coach, he's had success with the uh, – with the UCLA Bruins, he had a first-round pick there. And then all, he was the O-line coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that is playing into all this. So he's going out there this weekend, Janoris, to Oregon uh, for the Utah game with his uh, one of his coaches. But here's the problem for, for Auburn, Jeffrey. He's going to go back in December with uh, his family. That's two visits to Oregon, okay? It ain't easy to get to Oregon from Lakeland. Well, It ain't cheap uh, either. Nonstop from – Orlando to Portland, and then you got a 90 minute or two hour drive down to Eugene. But 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not looking great. Now, he has said, hey, I could take another official visit to Auburn. So people who are the casual fan may say, well, if he already officially visited Auburn once, and he did in September – how could he visit again? Well, there's a, the NSA rule that says if a coach is fired and once a school hires a new coach, you can take a second official visit to a school. It doesn't count against your number as the recruit. It doesn't count against the number of officials a school can can uh, bring in as well. Right. So it's a win-win for everybody, and it's fair. Uh, so he's saying, hey, I could still officially visit Auburn. I'd like to. Uh, he still talks to Auburn. Joe Bernardi, who uh, uh, we've praised a lot, the two of us, uh, coaching uh, assistant coach on the Auburn staff. And then also he's been talking to Cadillac Williams. Cadillac tells him what he's telling every kid. Auburn's going to be okay. Auburn is Auburn. That same, all those things that you loved about Auburn, that's not going to change. The only thing that's going to change is the head coach and some other guys. Uh, So give Auburn a look. So again, Cadillac's trying to keep everybody interested in Auburn and then hand that baton to the new coach. But this one looks like it's, I mean, I could be wrong here. Uh, We'll see if he could fall in love with the new coach. I said, who do you want to be the new coach? He said, Deion Sanders. I said, well, what if it's, you know, somebody else and we reeled off some names? And, and you know, obviously we're talking about Lane and joking about Lane because, again, people think we know it's him and we don't know for sure. Uh, but I said, okay, well, tell me about Lane Kiffin. And he said, uh, oh, I, I could I could deal with that too. So he liked that too. Deion was his top choice, but he liked Kiffin. So you just never know if it's Hugh Freeze, Lane Kiffin, Jeff Grimes. He may – one phone call, he may say, hey, man – I think I do like Auburn again. Count so, me in. And Oregon's a long way from Lakeland, Florida, Jeffrey. And it's just one flight. Well, a 45-minute drive <laughs> to the airport, flight to Portland. You could fly to Eugene, but not nonstop. And then a two-hour drive down, you know. And uh, when he gets out there this weekend, what's the weather going to be like? Ooh. No, I mean, Oregon's a great place. I love it out there. But is it going to be 42 and pouring down rain? I, I don't know. Well, if it's going to be pouring down rain, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny, you know, C- uh, Seattle and Oregon, two places that supposedly rain all the time. I've been to Seattle three or four times. It's it's never rained a drop. It's been no kidding. In Florida. Yeah, uh, just but uh, but yeah. So we don't know. There's too many unknown variables. But I would say as of right now, you have to like Oregon here. I mean, they, look, I mean, and they're probably thinking. Well, again, we don't know where he is on their board. I'm going to make some calls and try to figure that out. But if if Oregon prioritizes him. They're going to do all they can do to get him committed out there this weekend. Because when you go that far across the country, you don't go that far across the country, Jeffrey, unless you as a recruit have some real interest in the school. So, you know, if you're Auburn, you're hoping he just holds off and, and, and is patient with you. But I, I don't know. We don't know. He, We're going to have to see what Mama says. He's very close with his mom. Oh, they yeah. Want to this together. 
um, a cooking business, like a catering type business. Sweet treats. Yep, that's right. Great kid. Uh, his mom seems like a real nice person too, but that's a long way from home. So if you're Auburn, you're hoping all those things play in. But also, you're also having a SWAT with the fly swatter, North Carolina and Michigan State too. And who the heck else knows? Uh, who, who else is going to pop in there? FSU has shown some interest. Yeah, yeah. So be a lot of work there, Jeffrey. And, and, and you know, Oregon becoming a, a thorn in Auburn's side with these linemen, Keyshawn Blackstock, the ju- right. junior college offensive tackle that presumably was on the verge of committing to Auburn. Hell, we thought he was going to do it last Saturday before Auburn went to before Auburn kicked off at Mississippi State. There was definitely some buzz there. Uh, now, I think he's visiting Oregon too, Keith. Well, yeah, they're going to bring him in. I need to do some double-checking. Okay. The plan was to, he wanted to visit them, I think, last weekend. I think they had somebody else that they wanted to bring in. What When they – Oregon's interesting. When they lock in on a guy, when they zero in on a guy, they don't want six offensive linemen there the same day. They want their main guy there, give him the full attention, and then, hey, we'll bring in the next guy the next weekend. So no. now seeing Jenkins come in, uh, Janoris Wilson, excuse me, come in this weekend. I don't know if Blackstock's going out there or not this weekend. I need to look over the schedule. I've been a little okay. late. There, forgive me. But, you know, that's a guy that could come into Auburn probably and start right away. And we think, we think that's a commitment you would probably feel safe taking as an interim staff because of the huge need on the offensive right. line. It'd be hard to imagine a new coaching staff saying, no, we don't want this guy. Because when you look at Auburn's offensive line situation, Jeffrey, and Lord knows we have, and it's it's as bleak as our dating uh, our dating uh, scene histories in college. You know what I mean? Well, I mean yours anyway. But you know, no, no, I'm kidding. But it's it's yeah, that's a guy you would take. I would think. I would think you'd feel comfortable taking him and knowing that he, nobody's going to drop him. Um, but yeah, Oregon. If Oregon wants him, from what I'm told, they feel like they can get him too. Now, some coaches and some coaching staffs and some recruiting personnel and people close to the program are more optimistic and confident than others. But again, if you're going all the way across the country to visit one of those schools, a USC or a UCLA, a Washington or an Oregon, they're going to feel like they got a shot because you can visit all those schools on the east of the Mississippi for, mm. you know, for a lot, you know, a lot easier, a lot more convenient for mama, daddy and Uncle Fred. Right. Um, so if you're going out there, there's probably some legit interest on both sides. We just don't know exactly where those two guys sit on the Oregon board. I think they're fairly high, but I need to do some double check. Real quick, you talked about the official visits reset with a new coaching staff. You had a story up either late Tuesday night or was it Tuesday night or Wednesday morning? Yeah, early one. Tyler Scott, this freaking yeah. stud DB who Auburn got in on early. He was committed to Arkansas State. Everybody bitched and moaned about Auburn oh, yeah. off in the <laughs> – we're going to beat out Arkansas State for guys now? Well, look what's happening now. Alabama wants him. Everybody wants him. He took an official visit already, and you talked to him, and he might come back in December. Yeah, I just talked to him briefly last night. I just called and said, hey, man, are you going to go to Auburn again? He says, yes, that's the plan. And I said, you know, official visit? He said, definitely. I mean, there were – yeah, it's – how do I say this? Sometimes – they say one thing and mean another, but it's, it, 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 I, he wants to come back and that's the plan right now, but you know, he's going to uh, go up to Michigan this weekend. Somebody, what I'm getting at is somebody else reported it was an official visit. He told me it was an unofficial. So um, yeah, sometimes things get lost in translation, but sure. going to Michigan this weekend, he's been to Bama either once or twice. He's going to go back there for an official visit. And here we go. He's going to Southern Cal for an official visit. in I think December. So the, <laughs> there's your competition. You're talking about, Three of the top 
six or seven historic programs of all time. You know, Alabama, Michigan, and Southern Cal. And Auburn is hanging around in there. And then also, by the way, some people think Tennessee is the favorite. And they're they're hot right now. They've got, what, one loss, may go to the playoff. She probably will go to the playoff. And um, so there's a lot of competition there. But Zach Etheridge has really built a great relationship with him. They're really close. Uh, we know this for a fact. And, and we know people uh, at his school and around him have told uh, Auburn Live's Cole Pinkston, who we work with, that, yes, Auburn is very much in the picture. That's as recently as like a week or two ago. We don't think anything's changed there. Uh, three-star guy, probably going to move up to four-star. Auburn certainly mm-hmm. – if they can get him back for a December official, we'll know they're absolutely positively still in the conversation. But, you know, like he told me, he's waiting to see who they hire. He wants to see who they hire. He'd love to see Cadillac Williams get the job. Uh, I think the big thing for him is, though, he need, he wants to see Zach Etheridge stick around. Of course, right. a new head coach has to do their own thing. It's so tricky. You could win today by keeping a guy, uh, but a head coach is not thinking about right now. They're thinking about, okay, here's my long-term vision. Now, Zach Etheridge very well could be a part of that long-term vision for the next coach. He's got ties to some of these candidates we've heard mentioned, um, you know, Jeffrey. So yep. um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks. But point being, that's another one we're following. You're just trying to keep him interest, as interested in Auburn for as long as possible. Hope you get him back on campus. Hope a new coaching staff wants him and he clicks with them and things can happen. He's a great player. We'll be following it all. We will be back tomorrow with the modcast, Thursday morning modcast. Uh, we'll be back. Keith and I will be back Friday morning to talk more in depth on recruiting. Before we go, I want to mention Caleb Schofield again, guys. This is a big deal if you're looking for an F-150 invoice. Man, you're going to be saving thousands of dollars. Give Caleb Schofield at Mike Patton Auto in LaGrange, Georgia, a call 334-531-0996. Also has a four-door Bronco and a Ford Raptor in stock. Give him a call. He will help you save money. He'll deliver it to you, man. Uh, 334-531-0996. Keith, appreciate you, big dog. We will be back tomorrow and Friday. We will be following it all, doing it all. From, from Hey, Auburn Live on 3, if you're not subscribed, get, get, get there, get signed up. $25 until next August. It's not much. Yeah. It's not much. Not this day and age. No. Yeah. Not doing. Intel. Hey, can I can I plug the, the Lane Kiffin story I published this morning? Please, uh, it was fantastic, okay. dude. It was a really good read. Well, it, it's an easy read. It took very. Here's why it's such a good read. It, I didn't do any writing. I just literally transcribed quotes from people. But Q and A, baby. Talk to some people who have worked with Lane Kiffin for Lane Kiffin, and they give some real insight. What kind of person is he? What's he like on game day? What's he like leading up to a game? What is his offensive strategy? How, what is his ability to adapt to the talent around him? These are things you as fans want to know. And then obviously this is a recruiting show. How would he fit into the recruiting uh, dynamic at, at Auburn? And then this comes from people that know him. And I will be honest, we're using some anonymous people here so they can be free with their thoughts. Sure. But but I will say they know the lay of the land in the Southeast. These people do know the lay of the land in the Southeast. Very well. They think Lane Kiffin would be – would would do really well at, at Auburn. And, and we're trying to do these with all the candidates, quite frankly. We've done, you know, what would, what's it like to play for Hugh Freeze? What's it like to play for Jeff Grimes? We're working on things. We just don't know every – we don't have, we don't have a million sources. you got to find sources that will give you info. It just so happens we know some people that uh, work for Lane Kiffin. I think it's a good read. Yeah, absolutely. Go check it out. Auburn Live on three, $25. Get signed up all the way. We'll, that will get you all the way to next August. Look for us back. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, man. We're going to be posting free content pretty much every day of the week. Auburn Live on three on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Hit those notifications so you'll get alerted when the uh, when, when when the new videos are on. 
are uploaded. Thanks again, for everybody, for listening. We're going to have to throw the flag because we went 22 minutes, but we'll, we'll all right. It's going to be declined this week. Thanks again, everybody. We appreciate you, man. For, for Keith, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See ya. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.